Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. And it's a different voice this time. Usually it's Nicole introducing the show, but no, today it's going to be me. And from now on, it is going to be me. Nicole is still the host, no need to worry. But I will, from now on, be giving you guys the COVID rundown to begin with. So, without further ado, let's get this new tradition started. The worldwide cases have grown to 25 million confirmed, 18, uh, 16.8 sorry, uh, recovered, and 844,000 deaths. India has set a new global record for 77,000 infections. The police had to break up a forest rave in England during a COVID clampdown. So a lot of weird things going on, and that's we're only halfway into this. The U.S., now they have 5.8 million cases, 2.7 million recovered, and 181,000 deaths. One million plus people have uh, filed for unemployment already, which we saw this issue at the beginning of the pandemic, but now it's getting worse and worse as it goes on because at the end of the day, nobody predicted that we were going to be here August, now going into September, still under a pandemic. I I miss the days where we used to think this was just going to be another flu. This is going to be three, four weeks. But anyway... A Nevada case study has confirmed the first COVID reinfection, which that's also not good. And a little, little weird, weird side note here. For some reason, plastic surgery has boomed during the pandemic. i not sure why. I mean, I guess maybe some people are, you know, they're home. I guess they want to look nice. I guess, but I don't really get it. So a lot of weird things in this COVID-19 rundown. Idania, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I, I, there's some, <clears throat> my bad. There's so many things going on that it's like super hard to analyze. I mean, the rave, the plastic surgery, like the reinfection, like it's not good times, guys. And I mean, I understand what you mean. Like, I remember we left school and we were like, oh, see you in a couple weeks. See you in two weeks. It's going to be two weeks, guys. Don't worry about it. They're freaking out. You know, like we left school, I think like it wasn't going to be such a big deal. And here we are, the first global pandemic we've ever experienced in our lives. I know Frank and Milian are kind of ancient, so maybe they've seen a couple global pandemics in their days. But (laughs) I know that we most definitely haven't and we're not used to this. And I think it sucks because on top of everything shutting down and like businesses losing money, like the workers as part of the business are losing money and they're losing employment and just to see the great descent that the employment rate has gone through during this pandemic is scary because it's kind of especially with jobs I mean you don't really if you've been in a job for a long time you don't assume you're just gonna leave like you don't assume they're gonna fire you or put you on for a low. And I think it's something really scary to think about. And, but you kind of have to notice that some people are are filing for unemployment just because they want to, just because they feel like it's benefiting for them. So there are definitely two different sides of the coin here. So, yeah, I completely agree with you, Idania. Angel, or also known here uh, via the Zoom call, the voice of God. The great angel. I want to hear your thoughts on this little COVID rundown. There's new information here. Well, 
Anthony, I was signaling, I was signaling to you, not yet, because I don't know if my headphones pick it up in the background, the air compressor all the way at the back of the workshop. Uh, but look, I'll be honest, plastic surgery. Now, now that's an interesting little fact out of all the things that you could imagine to happen in a pandemic. The fact that uh, the, the plastic surgery market would just be like, oh, you know what? Let's get more people, more plastic surgery. Let's get uh, more buttocks placed inside of our asses, because why not? You know, that's that's perfectly normal to do in the middle of a pandemic. I just Gotta don't understand why. <laughs> Gotta get the business booming. <laughs> well, something's booming, all right, but it's not the business. I don't think it's just the business. Yeah, I, I, mean, like... I don't think it's only the plastic surgery business. I think you're right there, Angel. So a lot of weird things are happening now. I mean, we've seen a lot of crazy stories these past two, three weeks. Put up everyone. That's completely out of left field. I want to go back to the the rave that happened in England and the forest in England. Okay, good, because um, I'm like... Ugh. Yeah, I mean... I didn't understand that one very much. Not, I, didn't, I understood what was happening, but I didn't understand why they're having a rave in the middle of a pandemic. I, I don't get that. I don't. We, Sometimes you want to get hurt. You want to get hurt, you get hurt. <laughs> you want to get lit? I don't, I don't get you. You want to get litty. But um, it's, again, it's a pandemic. And we've talked about it multiple times here in the youth. Again, it sounds like a broken record that the youth, not not us, the youth, but the youth, the youthful people have to, they need to be careful with this because this is not a joke. They can't be going out to parties and they can't be raving. I understand the temptation to it. Completely understand that. But, I mean, you just can't be doing that. You can't afford to do that, you know? Well, I mean, YOLO, right? I mean, it sucks because, like, usually people that go to raves are the youth. You know, it's usually young young reckless people that are showing up to raves i mean i would love to go to a rave but don't get me wrong but i'm not going to go in the middle of a global pandemic and put myself and everyone else at risk i think it's just something really dumb you know to have a rave even if you're like oh it's an open space we did it in the forest i don't care a rave is a rave like they have mosh pits and stuff like you know how reckless and like absolutely disgusting it is like yeah, um, I mean, it doesn't I, make sense. Again, I, I, it doesn't make sense to any of us. I mean, it makes like, as much sense as plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. This. The, I got to be honest. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, since I'm the one doing the COVID rundown, but this has got to be one of the weirdest COVID rundowns we've ever had. It's, um, it's, it's too strange. I mean, I, I think part of the reason why the plastic surgery businesses you know booming like angel said um i feel because they're they may be taking the time home since you know everybody is quarantining not as much as they used to but i feel like everybody now they're quarantining and they're using you know the time home to recover from plastic surgery but that but doesn't make any it sense doesn't, yeah it, it still doesn't because, make any like sense. even then like i don't like hospitals in general like i don't like going to the doctor and much less in a global pandemic, I barely like going out, much less going to a hospital or a place where people might have COVID 
to go and get my booty look to look bigger. Like I don't understand why plastic surgery has gone up during this COVID. Like it it does it's not make sense. Pandemic. We're in a global pandemic, y'all. It's Normally it was facial stuff. So it was like their noses were getting done, more of the facial construct of like all the stuff that was being done to them because it was something that's like not as noticeable, but it's still a change that can be made. So then they're getting liposuction, trying to take all the fat out of their body. It's more like let me fix the bump in my nose since I can recover at home during these five months of being alone. I mean, didn't, didn't Charlie D'Amelio have um, have plastic surgery on her nose? Or am I tripping? No, who? she did. I think it's because she needed to breathe better. Wait, hold on, Mario. You just said who? Yeah, so is that that um girl from TikTok? She do the epic dances though, right? The the the, the TikTok, yeah. The TikTok girl, yeah. You're you're sounding like uh you're sounding like over here you're sounding pretty hey mario ancient. we're glad to have you here yeah we're glad yes, to I'm have glad you to be here. You're sounding a little ancient right now yes but anyway like what's the wrong with getting plastic surgery people want to look good feel good and during this time you know mario i don't know if whoa, you realize whoa, 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 but we're whoa. in a global pandemic slow your roll there yeah. buckaroo because i know who that was so take that back my line buddy i, ha, I did that on purpose there, right, that's what you get for calling me old but you are old, Frank. It wouldn't it wouldn't be the youth if we don't call you old or bald. Fair exactly. <laughs> Frank, we recognize you from the Neolithic era, bro. You can't blame us. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. I think it's very interesting though that a lot of people just consider it in their in their downtime to say, hey, might as well kind of focus on me. I mean, a lot of people were working out during this time, trying to figure out exactly how they should maneuver themselves, how their body should look, trying to get that summer body for whatever summer might have been, which sadly went and it, it never happened. It just kind of flew with the with the wind. Wait, so Adani, I just want to ask you real quick. So let's say these doctors going into doing the plastic surgery, they're following all the CDC guidelines, they're social distancing, they're doing everything right. Do you still think plastic surgery is a bad thing? I look, I don't think plastic surgery is a bad thing. I know people who have gotten plastic surgery. Like, for me, it's not a bad thing. It's just the fact that we're in a global pandemic. My sister had to get an operation, and it took three weeks for the entire family to feel comfortable with allowing her to go get the operation because she was like, I don't know, I don't want to get sick. And then, like, the abuela was like, no, you have to. And then the mom was like, no, but you're going to get sick. Like, even a surgery as important as what my sister had to go through, we took so much time con like considering. And I sometimes plastic surgery is for your health, sometimes it's for looks, so I'm not against it. I love plastic surgery. I think some people look completely amazing in plastic surgery because it boosts your confidence. And if that's what you need to be confident, then that's on period. But in a global pandemic, makes as much sense as that rave in England. I mean, all I can say is that I had a surgery done during the global pandemic, and I was fine. <laughs> I, I survived. My, my jaw's okay. Everything's kind of maneuvering itself pretty well. I'm not sure. I think everything that's how... Uh, I'm 50-50 I'm whenever it comes to plastic surgery with the, with the global pandemic, because I can understand why. Trust me, I can understand why. And I definitely can see why there would be some worry with it but i think i i don't care about this anymore plastic surgery is is long and gone it's whatever we come back on the youth we, we, we'll talk about the vmas here on the youth time radio spirit exam channel 145.
Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, Hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Paw Patrol, Paw will be there on the double. Whenever there's a problem, Round Adventure Bay. Ryder and his team of pups will come and save the day. Marshall, we are Zachy on the youth, Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. 
this is Anthony's theme song. He's just going off on the sideline over there. Pretty entertaining to see. That is my the hype song. So that was more entertaining than the VMAs. I'm not gonna oh, lie yeah. to you. That was, that was more entertaining. Anything watching grass grow was yet more entertaining than the VMAs. <laughs> that was a disaster last night. It was. It, it had its moments. It was definitely a train wreck disaster. Yeah, I have to yeah, agree. But we're not yeah, really gonna talk about exactly what happened in the VMAs because I know that we all have our opinions on it, and we all seem to share the same opinion that it's kind of rigged. I only have one question. I'm sorry for barging into your show. I have one question. What happened to the, did the weekend get into a fight or something before he performed? I don't understand why he came out. Like, he had scabs all over his nose. Like, what's going that's on with the, the weekend? Whole, okay. That was the whole point of the song. Yeah, um, yeah that's Frank, the song. Hi, so look, let me introduce you to the world of music, right? So this oh, okay, is hold on. Let me take out my notepad here. Hold on. Yeah. This you got your notepad. The same one that you described uh, that I taught you what funny means. Okay. Glizzy. So there's this thing called music, right? And there's this guy called The Weeknd, right? And in March, he released this album. You know what an album is, right? Okay, album, March, weekend. Okay, March, so, so an, album was album. an album was released on the weekend. Is no, that what you're telling me? The weekend released an album in oh, March. Oh, there's somebody called The Weeknd. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, yes. man. I've been out of the game. Apparently, I've been living under a rock for 45 years. Name yes, but it's spelled hours. differently. Make that but, it's, but it's spelled differently. It's not spelled how The Weeknd is spelled. It's and D. It's spelled a little differently so that you don't confuse Wait, really? for older people like you. Anyway. Wait, I thought it was just spelled weekend. I didn't know no, that Mario. was just N D. Mario. I never noticed that. All right, the I joke is over. Show, Fine, the joke is over. I'm sorry. Wanted... What happened to his face? So the whole the whole theme of it is like if you see the cover, I'm gonna try and find it on my okay. phone. Here. If you think, see the I cover, it's him it like already. Yeah. I think he got it already. It's pointless. He, he, so the answer to the question that I was looking for, it's just pointless. That's just the weekend being the weekend. That would have been yeah, tolerable. So, all right. exactly what it is. And then Anthony had to that really fly with it. Anthony, it's done. It's over. Do doesn't matter anymore. Anyways. You can't see it, but yeah. We're gonna, what's really important is what I think we should talk about, as we've all talked about how, like, the VMAs and all that with, like, Lady Gaga back in the day, all of the outfits and such were cultural resets for some degree. So I decided we talk about some of the outfits on display last night. I forgot when the VMAs happened. I don't remember. I have no time construct anymore. Machine Gun Kelly wore a matching hot pink ensemble and a sleeveless turtleneck, just so you know, and he had like a double-breasted suit. It was pretty interesting. He looks great in a hot pink. Pretty interesting. Didn't think that it would work out. Nicole Richie came in wearing a chartreuse mini train dress combo. That's like a green. I... Didn't even remember that's a color until earlier today. <laughs> that's one way to describe it there. It is. Have you, have you ever seen uh, Coraline when she's showing the eyes or the, the button eyes? It shows you the uh, chartreuse. That's what, that's what it looks like. Well, you just Miley want Cyrus. Coraline again. Yeah, I love Coraline. <laughs> Miley Cyrus wearing sheer strapless dress with matching gloves. Don't worry, she uh, covered everything still, even though it was sheer. And Lady Gaga, very interesting. Uh, definitely kind of rever like reverted back to her old days. She was but she was just saying safe from the pandemic. I don't understand the big deal with, that everybody's no, making. No, not that, not that. Oh, it oh was, there's more. Yeah, oh, with her with her with her very high heels, reverted back to the olden days with her very extravagant the, high the heels. Meat dress. Her very extravagant and eccentric dressing. She did come in with multiple different forms of masks 
so and that's where you're kind of referencing to is like oh like she wanted to stay safe she came in with multiple forms of masks it was very interesting to see because every time she came on that stage it was a whole different lady gaga because even though her dress might say the uh, might say the same for a couple of them her mask was completely different she had one that had tusks coming out of it she had like a bane one it was so different every time she stepped out and when she was on the actual carpet walking into the VMAs she had like a glass she had like a bubble over her head and it was definitely a sight to see and that's where I kind of think she kind of went back to her early Lady Gaga days because that's something that you would see back in 2010 so the fact that we're seeing that again now in 2020 kind of brings a sense of familiarity to me personally I don't know if that makes sense that like if you guys feel that too whenever it comes to this because it's definitely an interesting display and she and Ariana Grande actually performed together and still her mask was very in your face for the most part of it it was it was definitely interesting I liked how she took it upon herself to kind of run with that theme and just completely go for it like it it was pretty intense and then Taylor Swift didn't even go and she had like an acceptance speech that was completely different from the spectrum of Lady Gaga's intense. It was completely mundane. She was at home, probably with like a pajama set on, so that's what it looked like. It was nice and blue with her curls just kind of everywhere and she was just saying thank you. So you kind of see here in the VMAs, especially now because you could stay at home if you don't want to leave and you know, you are quarantined and you see just how different spectrums of all these artists, you have them going out crazy, just wearing complete and utter, like my Cyrus just wearing a, a sheerless dress that I, you must, she must have been cold. I can only imagine she was cold. Like that's, come on. <laughs> like I don't, personally, I don't understand it, but I want to get your guys' take on some of the outfits and some of the things that you saw from the VMAs. Uh, I'll start it off just literally just saying no. The VMAs was a absolute disaster, in my opinion. I'm not even going to talk about the costumes. I want to point something out here. So Megan the Stallion, right? Miss TikTok herself, the one who got her hype from a TikTok trend, then made a remix with Beyonce, and then got more hype via TikTok. That TikTok song beat a song by Roddy Rich, who's an up-and-coming rapper who actually built his grounds, and a song by Travis Scott, who we all know Travis Scott has been in the game five, six, maybe seven years now. So I did not understand that, why she won Song of the Year over Highest in the Room by Travis Scott or The Box. But yes, they're both very mainstream rap songs, and I understand that, but they're still better than Megan Thee Stallion's. And the fact that After Hours didn't win Album of the Year, was that was disappointing to me because <clears throat> that album was very, very good. I mean, very, very good. It's one of the best albums I've ever heard. And a lot of popular opinion says it's the best album of the year. So the fact that the VMAs didn't see the same, I was a little bit took back by that. I was a little confused because... This has happened a few times already. We saw two years ago. My argument with any award shows has always been back to the point that they always 
pick when it comes to the big awards, they always pick the more marketable people instead of the best album. And that's that's not the way you go about it. A few years ago, I believe, was it the VMAs? It may have been something else. But that uh, in an award show, Cardi B won album of the year over Travis Scott. And Travis Scott's album, three years after, has been considered a classic by most. And Cardi B has kind of dwindled down a little bit. So it, it shows that they have their priorities of picking the more marketable people instead of being subjective and picking the best album. Well, that's because the marketable people give them the money that they need. So it kind of goes hand in hand that they're kind of looking at it from a business aspect. But it, it, I, I get what you're saying, though, because it's it doesn't the world me either. like that. Like, in sports, like... If that was the case, if more marketable teams would win, the Lakers and the Celtics would be finals every year. So, I mean, it's not – you can't look at it from a business standpoint. You have to look at it from a subjective standpoint. You have to let it play out, and you have to let popular opinion go and kind of not necessarily make the decision, but at least have it – have an influence on the decision. I feel like the, the whole fan voting for any award show is completely irrelevant. Yeah, but Anthony, award shows have never been about what artist is good. By the way, award shows in general, they're just bad. I'm sorry, but taking the most subjective media... Okay, Donnie, you really want to say something. You really want to say how influential the VMAs are to society. They're not. Music is the most subjective thing ever. Mario, post up. No, no, no. Post up. I don't understand why you're giving me all this attitude. The reason I was laughing is because you cut off Gerald. That's the only reason I was laughing. No, we're not having this now. We're not having this. All right, I'll let you speak. But in my opinion, music is the most subjective thing ever. Why are we giving awards for it? Like, listen, I know people like to watch it. I'm not one of those people. But why are we giving awards for music? But let's go on to the artists they've actually showcased here. So Doja Cat won Best Upcoming Artist. Okay. So Doja Cat, with one TikTok song, won Best Upcoming Artist. Over Roddy Rich, which is something. But yeah, Anthony, to go on your point, who's more marketable? Anthony, never, the music awards, no matter if it's the Grammys, the VMAs, it's never been about who's the better artist. It's about who's more marketable. Iggy Azalea has more Grammys than Tupac and Biggie combined. I just want you to think about that. Iggy Azalea, yeah, yeah. Are you so, please tell me, no, no, no. Please tell me you're actually joking, right? No. That's a I joke, right? That. I no, no, no. no. You're joking. That. No, like I, I don't want to believe you. You're joking, right? Exaggerating just a little, but I believe Iggy Azalea has two Grammys to Biggie and Tupac's. How many? How many Grammys have they won? But I know she has two Grammys, which just says mountains over the artists that are way better than her, who have never won two, who have never won a single Grammys, let alone one, two. So just, just think about, it. let that sink in. I mean, first off, I just want to say, what's it called? Lady Gaga's outfit look, outfits just look like something out of Mad Max. Did you see, like you ever see like one of like one of her like masks? That thing looked just crazy, man. Also, the whole like the people who won didn't deserve to win. I didn't even know that what's it called? Um, that the weekend didn't win album of the year. That's crazy, really, Anthony. Who? Who won over him? Can you tell me? Because I just... I, 
I want to say it was Dojo Cat. I think it was Dojo Cat. Please just, don't tell me that. Don't I, tell. I, I I just I I know that um that win best album. Didn't win. Huh? Wait. I know Mario. that the weekend didn't win. I think it was Dojo Cat who won. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Really, Doja Cat? Doja Cat. That's... But why? I don't understand. Did you not even see The weekend's performance? That thing was amazing. Just that alone deserved, like, a freaking award. Like, did you see where he performed and everything? The songs on his album is absolutely amazing. And the fact that Megan Thee Stallion won over Travis Scott, highest in the room, that's definitely insane for me. I just... We really left Gerald speechless. And I don't I don't appreciate Mario coming up to me, stepping up to me, giving me all this attitude. I'm your elder. Okay, pay attention, right? He had interrupted Gerald. That was my main concern. But I think, just like y'all said, VMAs, rigged. It's a popularity contest, which sucks because it takes out the authenticity, authenticity of music because now good music isn't defined by the message or the artist. Oh. It's defined by, by how popular the artist is and how much attention um, the artist is getting. So I think it's just, it sucks. And I don't think award ceremonies should cease to exist. I mean, some people find it really fun. I think that the way they are, they choose the winner should be changed, to be quite honest. I mean, as for the VMAs, we're just going to act like, oh my God, Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly, is that his name? Dude, I don't know what it is. But he was looking mighty fine, okay? Like, that outfit, no man could have worn pink better. I'm sorry. That is beautiful. So I just, you know, he won it. He definitely won the red carpet. He won the looks because it was amazing. Point he still blank. got hurt by Eminem, though, but still. He had a good outfit. That's okay because he, he pulled off the hot pink. It went really well with the skin tone. And he looked confident. He looked great. He was serving looks, and he knew it. Angel, Angel, what do you think about what was happening in the VMAs? Uh, that's a very good question. Lady Gaga, as always, pushing the the fashion industry forward, always propelling the fashion industry into new bounds and new heights. Uh, the weekend entering with that ominous ambience. He just gave the whole stage, the whole place. He's just in there doing that amazing just this beautiful Bravo head-ass type of performance. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, you don't even need my opinion on the hot pink. You guys got it earlier today. I love it. It's beautiful, perfecto, bonito, me gusta. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. It's nuts. Back to you, Walnut. <laughs> okay, thanks, bud. I think... I think it's very interesting. I think that we all have some different, differencing, different, differentiating opinions. There we go. <laughs> I think we have some differentiating opinions, and I think that we all somehow find a way to agree with each other. Kind of, it's kind of odd, but that's except kind of for random. Mario. Yeah, he's Captain Contrarian. Contrarian. We need to have some like marketing on that. <laughs> well, we we really had to happen to it. It's gone with the wind. Like a little like a line in Captain Contrarian with like superhero music in the back. Something oh, there, like that. There's Frank. He's, he, was, he was doing business. That's why. Oh, he's trying I'm, to find I'm, it. Now he's trying to find it. It's a little too late. Okay, appreciate it. Captain Contrarian.
<laughs> you know what? Better late than never. We're going to change topics, though, because that was kind of more lighthearted, more let's see the stupidity that's happened in the VMAs. But this is some stuff that is more serious tone, something that happened this past weekend. Chadwick Boseman has passed at 43 after battling a long fight with colon cancer. He was diagnosed with this for around four years, and even then he produced six films, fantastic films to say the least. You have Marshall, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, 21 Bridges, and The Five Bloods, and he absolutely killed them. He was fantastic. And I want to get your guys' thoughts and your tellings from your reactions of this news. I mean, first of all, my thoughts and prayers to not only the Bozeman family, but the whole Marvel family. I mean, hearing this news on Friday night was very unfortunate. Um, I was out eating. I just got on vacation. I was out eating at Cheesecake Factory in Naples. And I turn on my phone. I hadn't been on my phone for a while. So I turn on my phone. I go to Instagram. And I'm in a group chat. And one of the guys says, Chadwick Boseman just died. And I'm like, what? So I go check Twitter. And I'm holy crap, dead. I mean, you know my connection with Marvel. You know I love superheroes. We talked about it today on the show. But, I mean... I don't want to compare it to this, but I, I haven't, haven't felt that shock since the day Kobe Bryant died. I mean, you know the significance of Kobe Bryant to me, and I'm not going to sit here and cry about the death of Chadwick Boseman. Um, he was a great actor. I loved his role in 42. I loved his role in Black Panther. But it was really that same shock to me because that's one of the last people you would ever think of dying. It's just you think someone like that would live on forever. And I mean, he's going to live on forever. All in our hearts, his legacy is going to live on forever. But it broke my heart. And more specifically, it broke my heart for my little cousin, uh, Benjamin. He's the biggest Black Panther fan there is. When he was little, I would sit down. And when Black Panther was still on Netflix before Disney Plus was a thing, uh, I would sit and watch it with him. I've watched the movie four or five times. Of the movie, but he doesn't know yet. But when he finds out, it it's it's gonna break my heart because some people correlate the actor to the character. So at the end of the day, he could just be like, "Oh, okay." But I mean, it's it's it broke my heart mainly for that because it was it's it's sad and it was a very untimely death. And once again, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Bozeman family and the Marvel family. This topic was honestly something that I've been avoiding talking about or seeing or reading about. I stayed off social media ever since I got the news because it was just something that I don't want to say like I don't believe it. It's just something that I didn't I didn't want to think about. I didn't want to consider. So when I heard Nicole bring it up, I was like, God damn it, there she goes. She's pulling out my heartstrings. She has to go ahead and you know. Ilania, if I have to cry, you're crying with me. That's how it goes. I already cried. Well, you know what? So have I. If this thing is shipping, you're all sinking. If this ship is sinking. You know what? I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead, Ilania. Emotions? Yeah. And I just, I remember I saw the news on Snapchat and I texted my sister. I was like, people are saying it and I don't want to believe it. And my sister goes, 
don't worry it's fake and not three minutes after she goes it's real and I'm like dude I think that was when it really hit me and I don't really have any friends that like know like movies like that um so I texted the youth group chat because I was like yo these people these people are know what's up and then Anthony sent a quote from the movie and I just lost it when I saw that thing that Anthony sent where it was like as you can see I'm not I'm not dead something like that I I lost it that's when I started crying it was just it was something yeah to me the reason why I sent that to me it's because he won't ever die his legacy is going to live forever and that's another quote from the movie in the Black Panther you know in his um what's the word I'm looking for in his culture people don't die death is not the end they live on they go to the afterlife and that's what I believe is going to happen to him and I believe that his legacy is going to live on forever I think it you know it sucks obviously to lose such an amazing person and not only the fact that he was an amazing actor he was humble and I think that was one of my favorite things about him as an actor and him as a character was just absolutely wonderful I'm not that much into superheroes I mean I know about them and I'll watch movies here and there I have my own opinions but that was a movie where genuinely everyone loved that movie and everyone loved what they were trying to represent and the positivity and awareness that it was spreading and I think just losing an actor like that when I don't want to say he was at his prime because he was already an amazing actor but just with that like all the movies that could have that he could have made it's just all the movies that he could have made and just the franchise that honestly he could have expanded is just heartbreaking because I mean not as I said he's not only an amazing actor he's an amazing person he's just you see and I don't want to say a lot of superheroes but you see a lot of actors in general they let that fame get to their head and it's just kind of like they're just a celebrity but he truly was a person. He always will be. He was always really humble and kind and respectful. And it's that origin, origin, that word, and that <laughs> originality, originality, originality that he you has. See, I got, I got a euphemism wrong. You got a word wrong. It's okay. We're we're canceling each other out today. It's fine. It's that that makes him so unique and makes him so special. And it's incredibly unfortunate to see him pass away especially in the way that he did it just it makes us realize that life truly is unexpected and that you know cancer sees no boundaries you know cancer doesn't really pay attention whether you're a good person or not cancer will get you got and you just you have to say you have to be honest with the people you love you have to you know appreciate every day like it's your last because he was an amazing person and then and he didn't deserve to go that way. He didn't deserve to go so soon. So that's what I had to say. You see Nicole getting me all emotional. You were getting me emotional. So it's pretty 50-50. Um, for me, when I, when I heard the news, I was like in disbelief, very much in disbelief because I was like, huh, someone who, who I've seen, I've seen a bunch of his movies. His, one of his first movies that I watched, I remember, was Jackie Robinson. I loved that movie. I loved the way he portrayed it. I loved the way he just did amazing in that movie. I was very much in shock to see that, wow, he passed away. 
someone who you wouldn't think had cancer, colon cancer for so for so long, had passed away. And I was just so in shock. And I was talking to other people about this. And they told me, he looked so he always looked so young. He did not look 43, by the way. Did not look 43. I was also in shock to find out he was 43. It's crazy to see how life he pushed on no matter how much challenges he had in front of him and he made so many great movies and hearing that just inspires you to push aside the little things that you may have going on for yourself because this man is is a hero not just like figuratively speaking because he played Black Panther but he's a hero he did so much while being while suffering because having cancer isn't like no you know it's it's not fun it will never be fun so it's just amazing to see that even though he um you know passed away he had such amazing feats that he did so i'm i'm sorry to interrupt you but i turned off the camera for a reason it's because we're talking about the legacy of chadwick boseman and i remember i bought something from a book fair in about fourth grade and here it is it's the movie you were just talking about 42 the official graphic novel <clears throat> excuse me the official movie novel i completely forgot that i even had that until today but just the way he played in that movie just the way he played in any movie his work ethic his effort It'll never be forgotten. He's a great actor. Well, he, I'm sorry. He was a great actor. That, that just hurt me to say, but he was a great actor. And again, his legacy just won't ever be forgot by us. His legacy won't ever be forgot by anybody. I think we should also consider, Gerald brings up a great point that cancer kind of sucks. And I think we should remember that it goes down to like chemotherapy and all those treatments that he has to go through that genuinely does leave a lot of strain on the body. And the fact that he was able to still deliver us fantastic films that you would have never known that he was genuinely physically in pain. Because at some point when you do have certain forms of cancer, when you go through certain treatments for cancer, you, you experience physical pain. You have to be isolated from people for quite a while because of the chemotherapy completely ripping away your, your immune system for a while. And the fact that he was able to just pick himself back up at some point, whether he did go through chemo, we're not sure, haven't read if he did, but there's still other forms of, of, of treatment that still is physically traumatizing to your body. And the fact that he just rolled with it and he was able to just be okay and give us these films is something that is quite touching, to be honest. Yeah, you 100% said it right. Like, I have firsthand experience with cancer one of my closest family members does have it and it's a tough disease it's hard to get through it's hard it's a tough experience and the fact that Chadwick really you know pushed through and delivered such amazing movies really just shows how dedicated he is to his craft and his amazing work ethic I mean I remember seeing his last pictures you know the night he died people thought he was losing weight for a movie and now it's just the reality hit um and, you know, he really hid to everybody. He kept it really private. He had cancer because I guess he didn't want 
everybody knowing the fact that it was, you know, taking a toll on his health. And I commend him for that. But, man, it's just we lost a true, you know, hero, as Gerald said. He was just such a good member to the community, to society, all around him. Contributed so much. It's just, man, it's sad to see somebody like that go in the way he did. Man, I just can't put into words. And the fact he did all these roles, like 42, I don't know if he had cancer back then when he filmed that, but still, that was one of my favorite movies of his, probably one of my favorite sports movies. Uh, just an amazing movie, really showed what Jackie Robinson went through. That was one of, that was a great movie. Black Panther, of course, was incredible. Everything about that movie was just great. This man, uh, it's sad to see such an icon go like that. Mara brings up a great point that he he definitely was a hero, whether it's because of representation and what he helped a lot of people deal with or just being the shoulders, like a comfort actor and or comfort character. He definitely was that. When we, when we come back here on the youth, we'll be talking about how today is National Heroes Day. So I think it's pretty fair to go through that here on the Youth Sam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This um, is Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio. Talk about. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the 100th time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, it, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pula. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Series 6M 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the Yes Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145 in our final segment. Oh, I don't like that. Why are you here? What's up? <laughs> no, I get, I get no, I get nothing. I come to check on you all after your belligerence this morning on my radio show. <laughs> I come to hijack your radio show now. All in good fun. All in good fun. Mm-hmm. That's okay. all right. I'm going to feed you ramen noodles next time you do that. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice joke. Nice joke there. I'll Anyways, your show, by the way, I won't interrupt you anymore. Thank you. Thank you. Toodles, TTFN. Anyway, what? Oh, nice. Anyways. It's off for now. I, I'm so lost in what's happening today. It's not even funny. Anyways, today is August 31st, which you guys should have known. And today's National Heroes Day. So further ado, please state your favorite superhero, your favorite superhero movie, and somebody in, that you know personally in real life that is a hero to you. Oh, how sweet. Gerald, how about how about you start off today? You haven't started off anything with me today. Go ahead. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. My favorite superhero? Dang, that's a hard one. I would always alternate between Superman and uh, Captain America, if I'm being honest. But Superman was my OG since the, like, you know, since I was a bit little kid. So I'll just go with Superman. Huh, my favorite superhero movie that would have to be The Dark Knight Rises because that one's just such a good movie. And then someone that would probably have to be between my mom, my dad, and my mama Janet. I noticed how I said mama Janet because she, I can't call her the, the G word. If I call her the G word, she Grandma? says, don't say that. That is bad. That is bad. It's very bad. Well, look, this is this is perfect timing because that is favorite superhero, Mr. Captain America. And as I mentioned earlier in the show today, Captain America, the Winter Soldier is my favorite superhero movie. And my hero is my dad. So that was perfect timing. That was perfect timing, Leon. Nice. That's the reason why I wanted you in here. But yeah, I mean, I love I love superheroes. They're awesome. I mean, we've talked about them pretty much all day. And it's made my day. You know, I love Marvel. I, lo- I don't like DC very much. We had this argument a few days ago. But I love Marvel. I love Marvel movies. Captain America, that's my guy. I loved Black Panther. 
May Chadwick Boseman rest in peace. Um, I love Spider Man, and for some reason I've always been a little bit of a Batman guy. Used to be a little bit of a Batman guy. I feel now he's a little overrated because like you know, he can't catch a clown with like fast cars, but you know, he's still a pretty cool guy to me. I love superheroes. Anytime we have an opportunity to talk about superheroes, I will take it and I will run with it. Um, his only superpower is a belt, a utility belt, and I will stand by that for every day of my life. I'm sorry. And don't oh, forget but, oh, Batman. That's also a big. Oh wait, no, no, we're talking about Batman. My bad. Yeah, Donnie's right. <laughs> but like, still, I, I guess I'll go now. My favorite superhero of all time is got to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man is just so witty. I'm always into witty superheroes that say like snarky comments, which is why Deadpool is also one of my favorites. Um, and my favorite superhero movie needs to be the original Spider-Man, the one with Tobey Maguire. I know that movie word for word. Uh, I, I'm just kind of disappointed that that's my favorite, but yeah, that, that's got to be my favorite. And my favorite real life hero, I know we've all said our parents so far, but I got to say, my dad, he's just such an amazing person to be with. I love him to death. And yeah, if you're listening, dad, I love you. And yeah, you're my number one hero. That's so sweet. I have, I don't know why I have a gut feeling that most of us are going to say that our parents are our heroes. Um, I'm not a fan of superheroes not like you guys like i'm not like a diehard fan but i am a fan um i know we here on the youth we mainly like marvel heroes i've, I've come to notice that not, not most of us are against marvel to be quite honest i think and i know gerald or no mario might hate me for saying this i like captain america like i i really Ew. do i just it was mario my bad i was about to accuse gerald I I think he might be one of my favorites and I like Spider-Man, but that's also kind of because I have a crush on Tom Holland. But, <laughs> but besides that, Spider-Man is, he's a pretty cool dude. And I don't know what my favorite superhero movie is. It has got to be a Superman movie just because I used to watch them with my dad. And my hero is absolutely, you know, from my family, it would be my older sisters and my mom because they're super strong you know and they're like girl power you know they really raised me to be the queen that I am and outside of my family I would say Frank and Milian because they've always been there for me and when um when I hit a really really low point in my life they helped me you know they picked me up and they're basically the reason I'm still here today oh oh wow you know what? That's actually really sweet. That's what that's what real heroes do. They inspire people to look. Once again, Mr. Perfect Timing Superman! is back. Nice. How do you change shirts so quick? And why do you keep going? Hey, that's franchises? my favorite superhero. That's Annie Vanya's. Okay. Anyways, Period. beyond beyond uh, popular belief, we need him to get a cape. Everybody is gonna think that my favorite superhero is. James Buchanan Barnes, otherwise known as the Winter Soldier, but it's wrong. He is not. No, my favorite. no, it's right. <laughs> He's not my favorite. My it's favorite, Iron Man, isn't it? It's Iron Man and Scarlet Witch. Those are my two top favorites from the Marvel. And then, cause here's the thing: 
we're not gonna get to philosophy of why anyways <laughs> but my favorite all-time superhero movie is a wonder woman movie it was the most recent one that came out the newest one that came out um because wonder woman is also one of my favorite uh superheroes but that's like marvel characters is definitely iron man scarlet witch and bucky and then in mar and dc it's just wonder woman like she's She's amazing. She's a god. And until people realize that, I'm upset. Uh, it's just that's how it is. I'm upset. Facts, uh, You're right. It is, though. She's, 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 a, she's a god. Her father is Zeus. When are people going to remember that? She could she could obliterate half she's of the Avengers goddess. team. She's a goddess. That's a difference. Whatever. She could obliterate half of the Avengers team without even thinking about it. She's just like, Can and I, that is what me to say. Don't disrespect Doctor Strange like that ever again. Yeah, there's a conversation for another day. We don't got this Dr. time. Working her, sorry. I'm just saying, whatever. But anyways, those are mine. And then for my favorite real life superheroes, real life superheroes, people that I idolize. Um, oof. I I give you guys the questions and I expect it to be easy. Then I answer the questions and I don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna say my parents because they deal with me and I'm glad that they deal with me. I can be very um, problematic. I guess I don't know, but it's definitely them because they can deal with me. I feel like they could deal with anything. So they're my they're my heroes. Hero, they're buckaroo. I said slow roll. Check My has been slow. Hey, Nicole, I've been do you hear that? 159. It's 159, Anthony. Thank you for the... Yeah, I brought it back. Nice. Yeah. Ida Idania kind of... Kawhi Leonard stole it from me, but yeah. Y'all don't hear oh, that? Yeah. I, I mean, I hear it now. Like Today's been kind of all over the place, but in, in a good way, nonetheless. It's been very interesting, and there's still so much to talk about, and it's... Just happy National Heroes Day, guys. Sam Radio, Sam Channel 25. We are the youth. We'll see you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.